Hello and welcome to the download. I'm your host Dave Richardson, and it is Tuesdays once again. Uh, and 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 I should apologize. We're probably going to be like this because Stu is in Halifax, I'm in Ottawa, and it's Wednesday, which which maybe isn't a bad thing because of the the, the way the week's worked out, which is is what we're going to get into. Um, how how are you? Uh, how are you doing down there? What's it like in Halifax today? Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's like the Caribbean in Halifax today. It's 30 degrees. Uh, sky is blue. Not uh, typical sun, uh, September weather. Oh, geez, my uh, my my ancestors would have been uh, rum running uh, out <laughs> out of there on a on a, on a day like this down to the Caribbean. So it's uh, wow, I should I should be out there. The uh, that's where the that's where the Richardson family hails from. You know, the Atlantic oh, the Atlantic coast. There must be a Cuba Libra waiting for you here somewhere. <laughs> wow, that would be nice. That would yeah. be nice. But uh, I'm I'm in I'm in Ottawa. It's actually cold. Uh, but okay, so Stu, so yesterday. Uh, so on, on Tuesday, uh, what would be September 13th, tough day in the markets, uh, biggest drops that we've seen in, in, in a couple of years. And, uh, so, so I was, I was actually, I started the day in Ottawa yesterday. I had to go back to Toronto to attend a conference. And so this story is going to kind of line up, I think with where the market, I think you'll like this too, is the, so, so I, I, I fly back, I'm scrambling back I, uh, to, to get from Ottawa to this conference and you know air airplanes aren't always on time and everything's kind of so so I go rushing home uh, to throw my suit on to, to, to go to this conference now uh, I I through the pandemic like uh, like a lot of people uh, eating at home eating healthy cooking myself I actually lost some weight right Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But then as things opened up this spring out traveling again as we travel a lot we talk about that all the time um, I put on quite a bit of weight. So I, so I get into August, I'm about to go out again to be in front of lots of people as in front of like 400 people yesterday. And so I want to look a little bit better and, and fit into my suit. So I, so I, so I, I went on a diet and I, and I thought I was doing really, really well. Right. So I, so I go to my closet and I've got like suits for when I'm heavy. I've got suits for when I'm thin and, and I've got suits kind of in the middle. And I got really optimistic that I was doing really, really well on my diet. And so I picked one of my thin suits. So I throw the thin suit on. And I'm going, hmm, this is this is kind of interesting. But it's, it's feeling okay. I go to sit down in my car and I blew my pants out in, <laughs> yeah. the, in, the, in the suit that's, that's too small. So my analogy here is we hold down the global economy uh, during the lockdowns. We let it go. We get inflation. But the narrative starts to become, as we've talked about, and I talked about with Eric Lascelles on, on the, 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 the last episode, things are looking pretty good on the inflation front. We're starting to feel really good. Maybe the Fed Reserve's not going to have to get that tight, like my pants. But, uh-oh, maybe the diet hasn't gone as well as we thought. And, uh, and yesterday, the market kind of blew out its pants. So why don't you tell us what actually happened with a real story with, <laughs> with some serious, uh, uh, with some serious details and data. All right. Uh, yeah, just the visual on that one, Dave, is just overwhelming. Uh, um, so yeah, the um, yeah. So okay. So I think the, I think the first thing is to say, well, what were what were what were the ingredients of inflation when we started, right? Um, okay. Monetary policy, fiscal policy, uh, supply chain angst and then uh, commodities on the back of the ukraine war you know yep. those are those are the four you know kind of primary ingredients of inflation 
I would say each one of those four are no longer ingredients. But the seeds of those have been sown. So the tail end of their impact is wages, right? So we all, you know, we all, uh, this costs more, this costs more, this costs more. I got to make more money, right? So then I go and I say, you got to pay me more. And business says, well, I can't pay you more. You're doing the same. Uh, we get wage wage inflation. And the categories of inflation that we saw yesterday were largely the ones that are influenced by wages. A little bit of housing, but still, the gist was, um, you know, kind of the, 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 the last elements of where inflation shows up were stronger in the report yesterday. So, you know, you have, you have kind of two camps of thought out there. Yeah. Uh, the first camp was interest rates are going to have to rise. The Federal Reserve has already said they're willing to slow the economy to get inflation back in the bottle. Um, you've loaded all this tightening into the system. We haven't seen the impact yet. It's going to have an impact on earnings. Yeah. So I'm cautious. I think, you know, we've, we've, we've discussed that. Um, sure. You know, that's kind of where, you know, dollar cost average boy comes into play yes. uh, against that backdrop, right? Uh, you know, we're not talking, we're not talking like uh, financial calamity. You know, we're talking like, you know, tightening that leads to a slowdown. A slowdown depresses earnings for a period of time. Uh, inflation gets back under control. Uh, tightening then stops. Earnings uh, go back to their, to their more, nor- more normal track. At the same time, Camp 2 was looking at uh, a bunch of indicators, market-based indicators that said uh, inflation is starting to come off off the boil. And you could see this in a number of places. And, and uh, you know, the New York Fed does a, a uh, inflation expectation, which I think in March was at 6%. It was down to 2.8%. Um, almost half the constituents of the basket, uh, the price was falling or decelerating. Um, you know, things like, you know, rent and housing, which were strong in yesterday's print, but they were running at like 15% a year in March. Yes. They're down to 10. So there's deceleration. So there was another camp in the market that said, uh, well, we're starting to see uh, the signs of slowing inflation. And slowing inflation might mean less movement from the, the Federal Reserve. Less movement from the Federal Reserve raises the chances of a soft landing. Uh, that means more earnings sooner, uh, which assists asset prices, right? Um, so then you get this announcement yesterday and you can nitpick on the different categories and was it 0.1? Could it have been zero? Could it, you know, there was, there was lots of room for debate, but on a headline number that was stronger against a Federal Reserve that has said they're willing to uh, sacrifice economic strength to get inflation back down to the range, even Camp 2 had to acknowledge that the risk of more tightening, delaying earnings was higher, and that's why you get stock market weakness. So, you know, an uncomfortable day yesterday for the market and your pants. Um, uh, <laughs> but you had the market kind of rally 5% uh, leading up to this announcement uh, based on what they'd seen from these market-based indicators. And then they gave it back in a hurry uh, yes. as they kind of repriced these risks. Um, you know, as we sit here today, uh, uh, no one likes to see the type of decline that we saw because it causes, uh, you know, angst on what's to come. Uh, and I think it takes it back to, you know, what do we know for sure? We know for sure that there's been tightening loaded into the system that has not yet fully impacted the rate of economic growth. 
we have a yield curve with an inverted slope, which means in all likelihood a slowdown is coming. Um, you know, we have some market-based indicators of inflation that show better, you know, show a lower inflation to come. We haven't seen it in the official announcement. And, uh, and you know, that, that still sets up for a little bit of a volatile period in the short term. But, you know, the ingredients for a longer-term investor, uh, you know, are, are, are still kind of, are kind of in play. And, um, you know, there's lots of ways to look at valuation. And, you know, I think that's an important addition to this discussion because valuation is the, uh, the shock absorbers to concern. And valuation has improved. I don't think you could say stocks are cheap outright, um, but they have moved back, especially in certain sectors, they've moved back towards their historical averages. So you're also starting to get uh, some valuation shock absorption against this uh, more dynamic macro environment. And, um, and that's kind of where we, where we sit today, uh, which, you know, we've, we've had a lot of volatility in the last couple of weeks. We know volatility is going to be par for the course in this type of environment. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sure that the overall, uh, you know, general narrative uh, is, uh, is, you know, a whole lot different uh, other than, um, you know, maybe one or, one or two more notches of, of tightening uh, through the remainder of this year. But, you know, that's against the backdrop of we have had a lot of tightening. Yes. Um, yes. So. Yeah. And, and yeah. So just to follow through on my analogy, I was in camp two. I thought I was doing pretty well. My wife and my doctor were in camp one. Needs to lose a little bit more weight. And uh, and the, the, the blown out pants and the fact that I could grab the wrong pair of pants and blow them out. That's the uncertainty of my wardrobe <laughs> choices every day and, and, and just actually taking a seat somewhere. So so it, it comes back to that whole idea that as we're in this period right now, and we've been talking about this for several weeks as uh, on, on, on Tuesdays, is the, you, you know, you, you, you've got to be careful. And the approach then is, is much more of that dollar cost averaging approach where you can take advantage of some of that volatility uh, and, and, and just, just kind of feeling out where you're going to, you know, where things start to settle down until we figure out which camp is actually right. And, and I guess a little bit of yesterday is, is, is camp two is, is really where we think things are going, but camp one, uh, but, but it might take a little bit longer to get there given what was announced yesterday. I think that, I think that's the right way to think about it. Like if I think about the last two weeks until yesterday, you were kind of had a sniff of what it might look like when inflation comes back down Uh. and, and then, and then it's just, it's not yet. So, uh, so we have a reversal of those, you know, we have kind of nine days of, of better trade and then we reverse it all in one day. There's lots of dynamics in the market, uh, you know, the way that derivative positions work, the way that, you know, liquidity, volatility, all sorts of things, um, you know, and, and, and big, big downdrafts, uh, you know, tend to happen when there's a lot of that type of positioning. Uh, but all that said, uh, you know, as a, as a long-term investor, being able to, to put money to work and, and, um, and having money to work while, uh, you know, this, uh, this sorts itself out, we, we did get a glimmer of, when enough tightening has been administered, then there'll be easing, economic conditions improve, multiples expand as they start to sniff that out. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the playbook. 
uh, the, the, the question is, of timing is always the big one. If we knew exactly when, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we, we'd be in great shape. Uh, you know, we think it's uh, sometime uh, in the next, uh, you know, three to six months. And, uh, and that's what we're, we're trying to put money uh, to work in, in that context. Yeah, and, and and it really does get. I I, I like that, um, that the the way you put that in terms of a sniff of what we could see, because markets rallied five percent last week in 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 front of this, with the anticipation that it, it was it was going to be good, that the number was was going to be more was was not going to show as much heat as it ended up showing, um. So and and that that is that's that's a fantastic kind of environment. Maybe we even saw a little bit of that uh, through that summer rally where 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 we rallied even even more than that. So when we do get through this, it's a reminder that when things move, they tend to move very quickly in the early stages of that rally out of the bear market, right? Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. So just to, uh, just to, to, to pull the analogy short is that it, it, it still means I've, I've got I to keep watching what I eat and exercise, but it won't be too long. I'll be sporting my speedo <laughs> at the beach in the Caribbean because I'll be looking good, and I wanna. And everyone's gonna want to be there when you're looking that good. Well, if if I don't get invited, that's okay. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yes. yeah, there we go. So a uh, a, a very um, a very visual podcast for you this week. Uh, Stu, thanks again. That's a great update, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll check back in with you next week because I know you've been uh, we we both been out at conferences, so maybe we'll up, we'll update some people. Uh, we'll update everyone on uh, on what we've been hearing and uh, and and how that might shape investor thinking. Great, look forward to it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks to everyone listening. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management Inc for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.